ready to wake up, you're going to wake up. And if you're not ready, you're going to stay pretending that you're just a little, poor little me. Soldiers, don't fight for slavery, fight for liberty. In the 17th chapter of St. Luke, it is written, the kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you, you the people have the power. The world is like a ride at an amusement park, and when you choose to go on it, you think it's real, because that's how powerful our minds are. Everybody is I. You all know you are you. And wheresoever beings exist throughout all galaxies, it doesn't make any difference. You are all of them. And when they come into being, that's you coming into being. Yo, 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 people, how's it going? Hope you're doing well wherever you are in the world. And I hope you're all doing your best to navigate the current Orwellian state that is going on at the minute. As they say, just take the vaccine and your life will go back to normal. If only. But anyway, I hope you're all navigating that space okay. It is getting quite wild here in the UK, to say the least. A lot of craziness, craziness going on. But anyway, this week on the podcast is a conversation I did with Clara. Laura was also in on this conversation as well. It was a really cool dynamic. Really got into some really interesting stuff. And as always, this conversation went all over the place. As you will see, this one actually ended up being a nightmare to record. The cameras kept going off all the time. No word of a lie. I think the cameras went off. It was at least 26 times. It was absolutely insane to say the least. But it all worked out anyway. And I got through it and it took hours and hours of editing. But this, I got this one out for you guys. So I hope you enjoy it. And also as well, if you can, guys, more so now than ever, please help support the podcast through the one-off donation option or the Patreon page really goes such a long way to help me to keep doing what I'm doing. Even if you guys out there only give me, you might not think $1 that you can donate is a lot, but honestly, guys, if say if 200 or 300 people donated to me a dollar, that would really go such a long way and help me do this thing full-time and helping me put petrol in the tank when I'm driving seven and eight hours to, to do this one with Clara, for example, and then driving seven or eight hours back. It would really mean such a, a lot if you could just check out the Patreon page or the one-off donation option. Also, if you guys don't know who Clara is, she has a YouTube channel called Spirit Vehicle. She talks about psychology, healing, um, spirituality, tarot readings, uh, verdict astrology. And she also brings a lot of the deep esoteric teachings uh, to the fold. She's a really interesting person. I've spoke to her on the podcast a while ago. She has a, such a beautiful and unique way of, of expressing very deep topics in a very relatable way, in a modern way. So I know you're going to love this podcast anyway. So wherever you are in the world, peace out. Yeah. Because some of the things that's been happening to me in my life a lot lately... Is I know that the way the way the universe works, it comes through certain stuff. The messages come through whatever you whatever you put your attention to, whatever it is. Absolutely, the universe comes through comes through it in a certain way. So now, I've had so many experiences now that I'm never going to dismiss anything. I just don't pay attention to anything that's in the physical that's coming through. Did we talk about omens last time? I don't think so. No. 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 Oh wow. I really need to find this, by the way, because I, <laughs> I just want to actually to have a look at it and see yeah, yeah, in relationship yeah. to that card. Yeah. What comes through. I don't know whereabouts in this book it is. 
See, this is what you get when you're not um, when you're not pre-scripted. I think that's the um, unscripted and that sort of thing. I think is the best because that's when, whenever, as I said earlier, whenever you have randomness, that's when syn- when you introduce randomness. I feel like that's when God gets involved or the universe, whatever you want to call it. No, oh, definitely. It, I think we start because when we start controlling stuff, that's when like yeah. You know, it's, the ego gets involved. That's when the the, be- the true beauty and the mystery yes. goes, goes out the way. Yes. So, so <laughs> yeah. Sometimes as well, you know, I was when I was having a download before, and was just when I was just sitting on this sofa before, had a little bit of a download, and it was it said it actually came through, and I was, do you know how the like you know how manifestation and stuff like I know I know that when you from my what I've learned about myself is that I know I'm a powerful manifester. But at the same That's time, Mary's, heck yeah. yeah. But at the same time, it also said to us that don't be too clear on the vision, because if you're too clear on the vision, not too get, specific, not too mean. specific, yeah. it, spoil, it might spoil. Yeah, yeah, it might yeah. Spoil, totally. the, spoil the beauty. You gotta leave, I guess, wiggle room. I still can't find this. Yeah, did you check out that? This so this deck. Oh, you yeah, like that deck? It uses um, it's all like modern imagery. I mean, genius, right? Yeah, definitely. I, I, I didn't even. It's so obvious, but yeah, it uses um. Yeah, modern stuff. <laughs> I think a deck like that would help me because I'm just like yes. I'm just starting to get in a towering, yeah. so definitely like having the modern images will definitely yeah. help. It makes it much more relatable, so you can understand yeah. it without even needing to understand. Actually, do you know what? Though to be fair, this is I find this is the best deck. Like, the imagery on this yeah. is my favorite deck ever. This is um oh it it's uh it's perfect. Yeah, it, you can understand exactly what it's trying to say without really without needing to understand tarot at all. Um, I can't remember the name of it. Why can I not find this? What's Obviously, it doesn't want to come out, does it? Maybe not. Maybe it wasn't even. In, maybe you check if you check the back. You know that where it's, it lists all this, all the mm-hmm. stuff, and and look up the word tarot. Right. So I'll just put it to the camera so people can see, and then Clara can see. But this is actually mad because it's actually a queen. So. Which? Oh my god! Which one? Let's see. Oh, it's not the queen. There's a queen here. Let's that was. See if I can put it on this camera. <laughs> Anyway, I'll let you have a look so at that and see what you think. So that, that's oh, that's the Empress. Oh, really? So I got the download fruit when this it said pull Taurus. out that card. Is it? Yeah. Didn't you say you were Taurus? Taurus Moon. Taurus Moon. Very nice. So we have the Emperor, and this is his counterpart, the Empress. It's mad, that, isn't it? So that's yeah, when the download come funny. through. Oh my gosh! And yeah, we. Taurus. So the down. So I was reading that book. I was on that page. Yeah. And something Taurus. Like, do you know what? Close my eyes. The download came in. It yeah. said, it just said, said, if Clara does a read, you have to use that pack. And obviously that pack, you know, it's the same as that. And that's literally her partner. That's mad. That is that is pretty mad. That's yeah. That's um the emperor and the empress. Mm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um. Okay. What you fit? What you feeling? <laughs> that it's really good that you guys are doing this together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I've got my eye. This is actually like it's quite weird for me because this is a a weird um manifestation because. Yeah. A year and a half ago, I was remember watching yours and Dan's <laughs> podcast together. Ta-da! And I like, and I didn't know Dan at that point, so I just oh you didn't? I didn't even know Dan. Oh my god, that's so, so beautiful. So well, I don't know. yeah, yeah. Well, no, the, it's really good. You guys are doing this together. Do you know something even mad to blow your even mind? Tell her about the manifestation through you as well. Okay, so um, my uh, my nana passed away about three years ago. Yeah, and not long after she passed, um, well I. Before, like, after she passed, I got, a, like, a Fabergé egg, egg off her. It was, like, this beautiful um, purple... Fab- a bit like that. Yeah, a little bit like that. <laughs> um, beautiful purple Fabergé egg. Mm-hmm. And um, I had a dream where 
you were in the dream and you were using a lipstick that was like decorated like the Fabergé egg. No way. So I took that as a sign off my like my past Nana that mm-hmm. to either look at your content more or to that oh. I'm somehow like gonna you're gonna be an important part maybe to look up to or something like that. Oh right. <laughs> <And> <laughs> well, so I like, just when you just mentioned your nana, I got like a wave of feeling like I wanna cry and like to look at cards. So maybe she could wants to say something to you through a card. That would be awesome. I, I, that was really weird. Like, but, as yeah. soon as you said that, I was like, <laughs> that I would felt, be like, awesome. Crying. Yeah. But like, it's just mental how like now I'm with Dan and we're doing yeah. a podcast together. So it's like the universe, just God, just is putting everything in place. Do you know what's really weird? I had no idea what a Fabergé egg was until about a week ago, and someone said that that thing there looked like a Fabergé egg, and I was like, "What the fuck's a Fabergé egg?" No, I don't know. And literally, like, oh, like literally a matter of days ago, I learned what a Fabergé egg is, That's and you just insane. said that. Wow. Yeah. Something's <laughs> happening. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let me look and see, because. As soon as you mentioned your nana, I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god!" It's mad though how these things like manifest, though. You know, through the like through the physical. Because even like you know, like a few years ago, I would have dismissed a lot of this stuff. You know, you know, when I was looking at all these different concepts, I really would have dismissed it. Really? Like, oh, would have definitely. I would. I mean, I was I was open minded, but I wasn't open minded to the sense now of I know how I know how things come through certain situations and manifest now. I've had too many experiences now just to dismiss anything. Oh god, I'm getting right. emotional. Oh no! <laughs> I'm feeling. I'm starting to feel emotional now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me see what that, what she's saying about. She's really proud of you. Oh man! <laughs> oh goodness me! Oh wow! Sorry guys. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh gosh! Oh. This is ridiculous. I'm not. I'm a fucking Capricorn. I don't cry. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, she's really proud of you. Um, she's celebrating wherever she is. She's celebrating whatever you're doing. Uh, and she, um, if you get flashes, oh wow! If she, oh my goodness me. She's uh she's giving you inspiration. So if you ever get ideas that pop into your head, she's giving you inspiration so that you can um create success and you can create prosperity oh, and all that stuff. Um, so that you can be a sort of self-made woman within your relationship as well. So it's you know like wow. you can you can bring things that will help your relationship out together. It's mental because I've been actually like really searching for that. But she's really proud of you. Like look at this. This is this is. Celebrating oh wherever she is, she's God. celebrating. Oh my God, my <laughs> I wasn't expecting to get emotional this time. No, I mean, I don't cry. <laughs> but I wow. felt, I felt that emotion straight away. Um, and yeah, she's giving you inspiration. So listen to any whenever you get like a flash, like an idea of like, oh my gosh, that's her giving you ways to to um to to create to create prosperity for yourself, which you can oh wow and take whatever it is even if it scares you take that leap if ever you bring an idea and you're like what the heck just trust it this is the fool card this is sort of like um uh this is sort of like leaping into the void and and not knowing what the heck is going to happen but trusting wow so whenever you have a, a a random like like a new inspiration that comes out of nowhere trust that it's coming from your grandma up there who's like super excited about what you know when you're not in a when you're not in a physical body you, you're not bound by 
the rules of time and everything yeah. so she can see what's going to happen or, and, and so she's um, she's the one giving you inspiration and to, and, and trust it trust it trust it so thank you for oh thanks that for doing was a that. lovely feeling yeah. that. nice of you you know you were saying though in your life your um your grandma's like a sort of like an archetype in, in, in your dreams isn't she she always comes through yeah it's mad though because i do think that because this was something i was questioning before the podcast you know all the different things that that do come through for all these messages and mm-hmm. stuff i was actually thinking because you know the question of like do we always do, do we already come at this place and or we already have sort of some sort of grand scale plan p- planned out and see if we're out of balance or something some archetype in our mind will come up or yeah so exactly some spirit maybe in your grandma will come through and it'll shape us or guide us into some direction because it, it seems to be that if we're off off track in our lives yeah. something nudges us your grandma yeah your grandma yeah. is the source of inspiration for you like that that really really um detailed that no yeah i feel like after she passed like that's when i started to get like yeah more into spirituality and yeah. things like that it was like a it was a big part of my life when she passed well yeah she's able now to give you flashes of inspiration that you can trust that's yeah insane. And, and 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 don't don't doubt them i'd say don't doubt them because um that 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 card the card at the end also makes me feel like whatever it is that you're up to now is sort of like the moment before the first step is taken so you now are entering a, a really significant part of your life how old are you 25 25 yeah okay so you are at the age where i think that's the age where venus matures so you're, yeah you're becoming like a woman now mm, i like that <laughs> i do feel like that in my life like that i'm about to take a big leap yeah something because it's like certainly yeah are. i feel like i'm i don't know i've always been the black sheep and i feel like i'm about to, to oh, kind really? of have yeah. you got siblings yeah just i feel like i'm just about to take a big leap into something to- completely are. different with the full card coming out that's exactly what's happening and and you're being um encouraged and supported by your grandma wherever she is <laughs> that was amazing my that's goodness amazing. me like that was such a strong wave of emotion i didn't really get that very much being a capricorn <laughs> but it's mad how these things these things come over so because you know i've been having a i want, I want to ask you about this clara if, if you if you you know when you when you receive downloads and stuff how how does downloads come over you when you're in your life and stuff do they how do they i know it's it's very random occurrences but how do you how do they come through in your life <laughs> people just catch me sort of suddenly I'll be like and I'll be like I have yeah. to do this. it would just be like I guess just I always thought that when people before I started sort of um tapping into all this kind of thing I, I always thought that when you got a download or I always thought it'd be like some big thing but it's not it's just something in your mind will just suddenly appear and it will catch my attention and I'll just be like my eyes will glaze over and I'll just yeah. be thinking it's just a thought it's like it, feeling, yeah. like feeling. I think as well. You yeah. know, it's like intellect void of it, and it's just like, it's like yeah. this is yeah, a, yeah. this it's is the present moment. It's suddenly so there, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, what is it? I'm like, we have to do this. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's just something like that. It's just it's very very simple and not at all fancy or elaborate. When I get a download, it's just suddenly I've thought of something. Yeah, and um, I at first didn't trust that because I would think that it would have to be something grand and. You know, like if you're having like a psychic download, that it would yeah. be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah <I love> <laughs> but it's not. It's just like suddenly there's an idea in your head, and the biggest part for me that that really um, that allowed it to come through like thick and fast was just trusting it. You just have to trust 
because the thing that people do the least they start doubt that or what people do the most rather is they start doubting what they're thinking or feeling and, and because they think it has to be a certain way when it everyone is different it comes through a different way for everyone but whatever whatever it is the most important thing is that you trust the way that you're tuned in you know so i think everyone can do do this oh, it's, it's oh, not definitely. something that's specifically for one type of person or another it's just if you have certain like astrological like configurations it makes it easier like being a pisces for example <laughs> but yeah i mean everyone can do it no, but, no yeah. definitely i think it's um it's mad the one you were saying how everyone can do it but it seems like there has been a there's been some sort of like there's, there's been something that's happened where we've lost touch with that mm-hmm. you know because you know if you look i know you you do this for if you look back in the sort of the um esoteric like even you've got the big poster on there but the, if you look through all these different books all the esoteric teachings and stuff they all talk about what like it was second nature you yeah. know there's like there's like something that's happened where um you know because i know some people listen to this podcast now that the they're probably going to be skeptical even about like tarot readings are going to be skeptical about you know the downloads that come through with themselves but i think there is there is a modern resurgence now where more people are trying to well, it doesn't connect and back to it, you know. This is the thing with things like tarot and being skeptical about tarot. The mistake that people make is thinking that there is what they're what they're being what they're being skeptical about is they think that there's something airy fairy about it. But actually, really, all tarot is doing is allowing you just to they're tools that you can just tap into yourself. Yeah. It's not that you're tapping into some like la la some grand thing. It, it, like these are these are just prompts tarot cards are just prompts to bring out what's actually just inside of you and it isn't some fantastical thing it's yeah. Yeah. there's a part of us that knows everything or or, or is um able to tune into everything and anything and that's pr- you can prove that by going and having a tarot reading by somebody and when i, I think i said this in your last um the last time we, we we did this podcast is when you pick the most perfect card that answers your question so specifically if you think about it the only way that that's possible is if there's an aspect of you which knows the de- not only the definition of every single card but then the, the order that every single card is in so that when you pull it you pick the perfect one that shows that it's coming from some part of you so it's not being skeptical about it it's kind of it doesn't really make sense because no, they are just tools they're prompts they're not even you know some magical thing you know they're not normally this bad, are they? What are they doing? They just keep going off. Oh, really? That's interesting. Whenever there's electrical interference, that's interesting. I feel like the energy's like up a height. It is yeah. up a height. Yeah. Me, I'm had, just had like... a lot of um, had a lot of them though this weekend, <laughs> supposedly. But obviously that's because obviously we've been talking. have been talking a lot about a lot of topics that are anti-establishment. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe they're, maybe they're getting, maybe yeah. they're getting in. They're getting in there. Yeah, <laughs> little when, demons. I did a video where I was um. It's weird. I've got a couple of videos on my YouTube actually, where when I start crying, the electric, like the the camera goes out of focus, or like, it, yeah, it's really weird. I feel like whenever there's strong emotions, yeah. it affects technology. Well, who, who knows what technology's doing though in that in that, way, in that sense? Right. You know all the different how technology's interacting with our energy fields. Yeah, and stuff yeah, like that. absolutely. That could, I like it's happened too many times now for it to be a coincidence. 
where the camera will start playing up when I start crying. We both started crying I know, then. Yeah. So and there's so no there. like, They're probably, we have electric fields around us. You know, our heart is, I think it extends like six foot around us, our heart yeah, fields. Definitely. So we definitely are in the range of that camera. <laughs> no, definitely. Well, that's one of the main things at the minute that's going on with the social distancing, you know, think about that. I know. Uh, you know people are point. talking about the, the biological perspectives and stuff, but like, think about the energy fields that are, are permeating us right now in this conversation. I don't know if we want to get me started on all that stuff yeah. i really I, I have such a problem i want to get you started you know actually right <laughs> one of the re- reasons i was actually going to start i know we'll start the podcast different because that's the way it works it just goes wherever it mm-hmm. was yeah but i wanted to actually ask you to start how mm. how because on this podcast i haven't really had an opportunity to have like i would class you as very, two very strong feminine feminine people you know yeah. like the feminine energy and um you don't i don't think we're getting that perspective as much from a from the feminine side of things like how do you see the interplay what's going on in the world now because a lot of meals are coming forward you know from a like a more dominant perspective saying that they agree with it or they don't mm-hmm. disagree or they disagree with it mm-hmm. but how how are you navigating that now that space because i think i might for me, me personally just to add again i think it's a what i've noticed in laura i think it's a little bit different for the feminine energy you know it's a little bit different because i think the ma- masculine can like it's a lot easier for the masculine to be more aggressive and in, in to rise to some some form of something that they don't really agree with well, I, th- I think in that respect I probably behave a bit more like a like yeah. a guy because <laughs> yeah. I've got I, I think it's disgusting yeah. mm-hmm. I think we're being initiated into something if you look at an initiation ritual before you're initiated into like some sort of I don't know cult, cult or yeah. whatever the fuck like this is even down to the fact that it's masks if you look at initiation rituals from secrets it's like they all wear masks and what they what they do initially is they isolate people yet they the the initiate is isolated they're taken away from their comforts and their sort of everyday life and they're they're made to spend a lot of time alone and, and they're made to they, they sort of break you down emotionally and and you know so that so that you so that you are kind of raw and new again and then they it, when they're having these initiation rituals you wear a mask and it's so that you are part of a you, so you're losing your individuality and, and it removes your previous identity and then you're initiated into this thing and often you're traumatized in some way or you witness something really upsetting so that you're just sort of like this like vulnerable sponge that's ready to sort of take on whatever they want to yeah. give yeah. you or the new normal it's like all these things all these words they're using like the new normal and yeah. stuff is um i mean I, I think what's happening now is um something's going on with these cameras like yeah i got yeah, that was weird because i right then i felt really annoyed so maybe I, <laughs> sorry <laughs> i'm like up a height i feel like mm. the energy's really intense yeah it's back on now. Yeah. Um, I think I want to add, add to that. I've got something I want to add. I've got something as well. Go on. Go on. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> well, I read, um, I read George Orwell's 1984 uh, a year and a half oh, ago. Really? Yeah. And he talks about the, the breaking down of the family unit. So mm-hmm. everyone's basically just, they're by themselves and they don't have family to rely on. Mm-hmm. And I think what's happening is that, and you have you heard of MK Ultra? Of course, yeah. yeah. Um, I think what's happening is like it's, fragment in our psyches to yes. kind of so we can't have clear thoughts where yeah. like 
so they'll they'll create a trauma around you know a virus i know if you don't yeah. wear a mask it's like you're gonna yeah. kill my family kind of thing yes. and it's like people on it's like traumatizing and fragmenting yes. people's thinking so much that they can't have a, a clear yes a clear thought and a clear way of thinking and we're all tiptoeing around like what we want to say in case we offend somebody and it's like since when did the government care about old people everyone's like oh oh you can't do that in case my nan gets ill it's like since when did i know since when was old people a concern of the government no. um yeah uh, do you know about do you know about exosomes and viruses uh, viruses aren't Okay, so um, viruses are essentially solvents that come when you ha- when your cells reach a certain level of cell toxicity. Your body creates viruses, or yeah. what they're actually called exosomes, that come into the cell and they basically get all the toxic parts of of whatever's in your cell. They group around it and then they they expel it from the cell. And so when people are sick, yes, you will find viruses in their body. But what 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 the misunderstanding is is not that the virus is the cause of the problem the virus is there because of the problem and that viruses are not contagious the only way to get a virus from one being into another is if you were to inject it directly into the bloodstream and then <laughs> and so we the have vaccine. we have a country full of people who are like oh but i don't want to get the coronavirus quickly inject me with it like what yeah. yeah it like it makes literally zero sense and there's a video on youtube which has been just every time i go to look for it it's been scrubbed but luckily uploaded by some small channel so it has less and less views each time but it's it's like uh you know dr andrew kaufman yeah. he talks about, about the this. podcast yeah 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 and, and how it's just the whole if people actually looked into it instead of just passively believing whatever they see on the TV screen, yeah. they very quickly realise this science doesn't even match what we're being no. told. So yeah. I'm seeing it, what's going on right now is from it, I talked about this to a few podcasters this weekend, but even from like an intuition intu- intuition perspective, yeah. you're looking at it, people are going, that, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know, look, for example, people, we talked about this before, people are going to a, a restaurant and the got a mask on and then yeah. they go and sit at the table but yeah. they're allowed to take the mask off. You've got certain <laughs> situations where you're allowed to be in certain situations <laughs> but you're, you're not, you know, it's like, even like the base, even the general person now though from an intuitive perspective w- without having the science of going this this doesn't add make make sense but then even if you take the science you look at the science yep. it's like it still doesn't it make sense it still doesn't again. make sense mm-hmm. i know and and i guess the the shame is that even when people know it doesn't make sense they still go along with it mm-hmm. yeah. that's the part that i hope people are going to stop doing soon is is being like if it doesn't make sense oh, i'm not going to conform to it this this is ridiculous you know, because I almost feel like this whole corona thing is almost a, it's like a flex from the government. They're almost testing how, quite how much control they have over everybody. And if everybody just goes along with it, they're like, right, okay, yeah, we can make them do anything, even if it makes no sense and they, they'll still do it. Yeah. Um, there's this guy, you know, uh, Tom Barnett? I don't ever heard of him. Um, Owen Benjamin had him on his um, podcast quite recently. And he has intentionally um given himself um what people understand to be viruses or whatever for, i mean in all different ways he was getting mucus from people that were ill with a certain illness or virus or whatever and he was licking it you know and he was getting viruses try, trying his damnedest to, to to get a virus and he couldn't he couldn't yeah I mean, come on, that's someone who's literally licking supposedly infected people's um, mucus and yeah. he yeah. still just couldn't do it. And he, yeah, he, he surmised that the only way to get these illnesses is to inject it directly into the bloodstream. 
um, you can't even catch it from, you know, when there was the, the whole swine flu and the yeah, foot yeah. and mouth and bird flu. He, he's proven like it's literally impossible. You certainly can't get a virus from one species to another. Yeah. And a lot of the science we've just gone along with is just, it, you can't repeat it or it's it you can't prove it to yourself which for me is a big problem oh definitely when you when you oh you said before about the you know the conformity and the and the mask and stuff i think it's a um well i talked about this in the last podcast i think the the manip the you know these people who've put this in place they're very intelligent and they, they understand like the, the deeper Hell dynamics yeah. from like a from an esoteric level for example say because i think there's a there's a this is why i this is why i won't i mean this is why i, I definitely won't wear a mask because I think there's an energetic process what they have to do where they have to like manipulate you into like there's a universal law where you can't just do something you know they can't just do something yeah you have to like conform spiritual war yeah Yeah. definitely absolutely and i feel like the mask putting on a mask sorry (laughs) (laughs) i feel like putting on the mask is you it's part of the ritual speaking of the universe saying that i want to see more of this it and, and, and it's it's saying yes i consent yeah, definitely. It's 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 muzzling yourself. If you look at a mask as well, it's literally this. It doesn't feel right when you wear it either. No, it? No. no, I haven't worn one. I, I don't know. I I literally have not put one on once because it's it's it it looks so fucked up like when you see a sea of people and they're all like i know (laughs) i kind of just pinch myself when i'm walking around now because i'm like a sea of people just wearing masks yeah i mean i wore one when i was in a hospital yeah yeah fair enough but that was a given but um i think a lot of people don't really realize that when they're wearing these masks they're kind of making themselves more susceptible to illnesses i know because it's so, so bad for you um we're all living in a like a perpetual state of stress and yeah. anxiety and we're eating toxic food where the water's toxic everything it's all like and then breathing yeah. your own dirty musty air exactly yeah. like and get hot getting half price mcdonald's and it's like i don't understand where the logic is in terms of the government i think there is none anymore no. yeah <laughs> i think I, yeah oh, sorry i was gonna say i had an experience the other day where we because we weren't driving down here to do the podcast mm-hmm. had a nip at the supermarket and I was looking around, I had this, you know, like I said before, the, how these downloads come through and it comes down through it like a little feeling in the moment. And I was just looking around, I looked over and there was like a woman, a uh, girl in the checkout. And I could see her like in this like, you know, it's like, it's clear to see where the, wor- the world's been going in this direction, which which has been getting highlighted through the virus anyway. You yeah. know, we're all like coming more secluded in, like a autonomous world and stuff like, you know what I mean? And but now if you walk, you've got, you, you've, it's like right in your, it's right in your um, right. eyes, you know what I mean? Because... You've got the plastic sheets up. I seen this girl. She was like sick of a job. She was like putting the food through the checkout, and she's like a like a zombie just going. Zzz, zzz, she's, yeah, zoom, she's you know. over it. Then she's got like a mask on. People's oh. got the masks on. And I just had a feeling like I don't know. That's, that's just where the where the where the world's going. It's it's just you know it's taking away that true like human humanness. You know which which has been getting lost for a long time. You know you've got like people. You know own Benjamin. He's trying to go back to that. But it's like there's something like going on where it's like it's the tr- trying to like tip that balance over the edge, right? And hi- uh, yes, and this is this is something which and and speaking of I am Benjamin, it's <laughs> do you remember with the whole George Floyd thing? Which oh, oh yeah. Oh, actually, to be fair, there's some stuff I I've had a profound realization about what that was all about, which I want to show you guys. Maybe we can pause this because it's, it's worth I think perhaps discussing it. But I want to show you guys first. Right. That whole thing. Remember his his uh, primary school teacher, Waynal Sexton. Okay. Sorry, who? <laughs> Waynal Sexton. It's like this is a joke. This is a joke. This 
Okay, and so what what it, the sort of place that that eventually took me to was thinking, that is such a joke. That is so ridiculous. That like how how you're going to call a primary school teacher essentially anal sex? Do they want us to? Do they want us to what, to realize this? Like it's almost as if they. It's like the mocking. It's like yeah, a mock- it's a mocking ceremony, isn't it? I thought perhaps that, but I thought with with the anal sexton thing, I thought. What if, okay, how do I put this? If you want somebody to learn something or to understand something, you can tell them all day long. But the only way that people really learn something is when they realize it for themselves. When they learn it themselves. You know if you've got a friend or someone who's with a really terrible guy and you say, oh, he's really bad for you, but you can tell her all day long, but she has to realize it for herself. I feel like that's kind of what's happening here. And because I was getting super bummed out about like, oh, they're all super evil and dark and the government are awful. But with the whole whale sexton thing, I was like, okay, they must want us to figure this out. What if, what if this whole thing is happening and is so, because it is so, it's becoming so very obvious. I was like, what if they want us to, to work this out? What if this is their way of essentially being like, hey, your boyfriend's shit, but I'm gonna have to let him prove that he's shit rather than tell you. I, I, I kind of feel like, what if they're playing the role of the bad guy? Yeah. For the polarity in the universe. I feel like you need that, you need that darkness to kind of expand and grow as well. And what if then, I, maybe this is wishful thinking, I don't know, but what if actually, they're not the bad guy, but they understand that they have to play the role of the bad guy to have us wake up because if they can tell us all day long what we need to learn to ascend or whatever, but unless we figure it out for ourselves, then it's it's not it's not gonna go in. An example was um Owen Benjamin was talking about how, you know, he says for everybody to grow your own food. And as all of this lockdown stuff was was happening, the seeds, the area in the shop, what? <laughs> Can't <help again>. oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> the, shall I keep talking or? Yes, oh, right. um, the area in the area in the sh- in the store where they sell seeds, where all the seeds are, was uh, like. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. So you couldn't buy seeds. non-essential. Yeah. So you can't buy seeds now to grow your own food? It's almost like that is so outrageous and ridiculous. It's almost like if you can walk up to where the seeds are, you know, you can't access them, and you can look at that and not go, hmm, wait, what? I can't buy seeds, so I couldn't grow my own food. It's almost like that's so obviously outrageous that 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 it's like, okay, do they want us to start asking these questions? So I like to think that actually maybe that's what's going on. And when I felt that intuit when I felt that intuitively, it was like, yes, this isn't as dark and insidious as you think. That this is just a necessary program like um yeah. process to, mm-hmm. to shake us out of our stupor yeah. that we've been in for so long. And that the gov the government are playing a role and that that ultimately God or the universe, whatever you understand God to be has ultimate say like i'm looking at my mirror here and i have on stuck onto my mirror all things are acceptable to god so everything that's happening 
is 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 just part of a process it's like the, uh, the you know like when you have a dream though as well and you have the archetype within the dream like the, how your shadow comes through in an archetype mm-hmm. in the dream and it's trying to that archetype's there in a way to teach you something maybe like because i've quite we've questioned this maybe like collectively there's a there's a collective shadow that's emerging through mm-hmm. through us in the form of like a virus or for in the form of a shadow government mm-hmm. because we haven't like yes. faced them deeper aspects that yes. and understand that we're also part of them yeah yeah well if you think about what a virus actually is mm-hmm. we make viruses so even the symbolism of it like you just said you know um so we're, we're, like we're part of them well what this scary virus that we're all scared of everyone's saying oh kill the virus that's like saying oh kill yourself it's we like, well, viruses like come from us yeah, yeah exactly of course it's like saying killing nature like a war original war on nature original yeah. war on ourselves yeah absolutely and so perhaps what this is all um trying to tell us is 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 uh all this thing everything that we're cowering from and everything we're scared of is actually just a part of ourselves um and if we can recognize this thing that we're so scared of is actually just being a part of ourselves and we can perhaps accept it or whatever definitely that's something i've been thinking about a lot recently is how to how to maybe get the public to do shadow work because mm. i think like a lot of what's happening is people are just yes. running away from their shadows yes. getting further and further away from them i mean that's what the prison system basically is it's just a our collective shadow would like yeah we don't want to away yeah and... don't want to face those aspects of ourselves so we're, wow that's amazing yeah so we deem them wrong and punish them yeah but, wow that's that's amazing thinking of um prison is that yeah definitely. wow that, that's so true how, how yeah do you, how, how do you think though how do you think we can do you think we can get a position in society where we can actually you know maybe more, more people can do shadow work do you think we're going to get a position because it's because this is a dynamic that I'm, i've been questioning a lot lately is because this is one i've had with another guest as well and i'm aware mm-hmm. that my um i'm aware maybe my shadow gets in the way of like mm. combating this question as well so i'm trying to like move it out the way <laughs> but I, I, I keep questioning there's because it, it seems because I've, I've done a lot of um i've definitely done a lot of shadow work i know there's probably still more to do but the current point i'm up now i've done a lot of shadow work but at the same time there seems to be like a, I've gone deep enough to understand that maybe there is like a, a shadow aspect of this that's playing out but it seems to be that there is some sort of external force at the same time that is you know there's an interplay between the two because ca- can we truly understand where the line between the shadow ends and between something more you know because I think the more deeper you go within levels within your own self I mean we've had experiences where you know we've we've seen the reptilian we've seen the reptilians but we've also understand that that reptilian is a part of us and then you've got like for example um what's the the, the thing that we watch a lot um the you know her does the hypnosis alba wyman i've seen her alba wyman's hypnosis she's really cool hypnosis and what she does is she gets people to go back in the past mm-hmm. and they and through the hypnosis that come through i mean we're, we're all aware there's a shadow aspect that's playing out but even in them hypnosis ses- sessions they talk about how there is like a physical there's physical forces out there that are like trying to manipulate us you know i mean we even come at this coming at this blank because one of the ones for me will come at this world and um i mean maybe the shadow comes from past lives so it leaks out from a from you from a young child right. you know if the world's coming from within right. you but like the, the question is is like um you know we, we were born in this world and then you've got you know you've got the, the, from the from the off as soon as you come out the gate something something is trying to like wipe us the fuck out you know what i mean even if it's just ourselves mm-hmm. all well, the yeah so that's the dance i've yeah. got in my mind at the minute is yeah. it is it like is my shadow leaking out and creating everything yes or is I, it i think collectively different? that's the case because if you look at the way people behave even the fact when people you know people people a lot of people go after their own destruction and i think that's because we have this part of ourselves which thinks that it is separate 
or, or, or it, it's it's no longer with God or we don't see ourselves as divine beings or if we do yeah. think of ourselves as that we're like oh who who are you to think that you're a divine being because we have we and so we chase our own destruction in many ways here's an interesting question while you're looking at that yeah to throw it used to how do you how do you view the like the masculine dynamic that's playing out on the planet right now what do you mean so for example um from my perspective perspective what i'm saying play out and i'll let, let you s- just add a bit more clarity yeah it seems like and obviously l- i've learned a lot from laura about this as well because she watches a lot on benjamin but um he's the and I, I definitely voice. agree with her because the, the reason best. why I, <laughs> what reason what i'll say here is the reason why i agree with her is because i've done the work and i understand that that was a part of me yeah is that i feel like men are being subdued in a certain way you know through pornography they're being yeah. subdued because i've that's some things that i've had to work through yeah um also as well um what's the other aspect of things like computer games is one yes 100 i was subdued to that as a young yes. child coming up and but i think there's a there's something that's playing out where men are, are no being longer connected to the essence of themselves absolutely yeah the masculine has been completely undermined um because masculine energy, men are naturally protectors. They're ma- they're, they're naturally uh, defenders. They are, and I don't care what, what anybody says in reaction to this, the masculine is there to protect and defend the feminine and lead the family. And um, if I think we're being manipulated out of our natural roles and, and gender is being made a very vague thing. And yeah. It, rather than being it's not about being a man or a woman it's about embodying masculine or feminine energy and of course you know if, if, uh, women can um have masculine energy and men can have feminine energy and there's nothing wrong with that but women are natural vessels of feminine energy and men are natural vessels of masculine energy and it doesn't matter what you feel like you can continue feeling like that but um i think when it's become offensive for you to say what you what type of body you've been born into where you can't even uh, just what's happening with the whole gender thing and you have to now say i'm a cisgender it's like yeah what like that that's that's not that you know what owen benjamin says as well about um how there are natural sort of laws protecting males and females you know there are there are um sort of rules within this realm where um, you know the whole straw man thing how we have uh, okay so when you're born and your parents sign your birth certificate what a birth certificate is and if you look at your passport talks about this yes all. exactly so when you look at your passport when you look at your driving license and your name is all in capital letters that's not you <laughs> that's the, that's your sort of representative within business and by business I mean you versus um, any sort of authority when you say when you go to court for example and they say are you so and so so and so and you say yes you're actually you're actually agreeing binding the system yes you're agreeing that you are going to represent the corporation that that name all in capital letters is because what you are is a natural person and a natural person cannot be told what to do it cannot be prosecuted it, it, it cannot be you know taken to prison or anything like that so when you when you agree by saying yes i am that person and you agree to represent your straw man you know your, your the corporation that was created when your parents signed your birth certificate you uh 
you are now, you now can be held responsible for it, whatever it is. Um, and uh, there, in, in that, with that whole, with that whole sort of thing, it's just, it's within the same ballpark as um, a natural person can be a man or a woman. So if you're now saying, "Oh no, I'm, I'm," you know, uh, what is it? Um, gender neutral. Mm well then you're not a natural man or a natural woman which cannot be um controlled or you know uh held accountable for this or that you're you're if you're if you don't have a gender and you're not you're and you're not a natural person or whatever and you're saying I, i'm this sort of vague thing then um you're kind of actually giving away your 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 god-given rights to be autonomous as, as an existence just out of that i'll let you jump in because i've probably got something yeah. out of that yeah but um in terms of i think it's la- language play out yeah here oh, because yeah, um, yeah that's definitely. the you trickery know, no no definitely that's how that's how well this 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 place out we're in mm-hmm. from a physical perspective has yes. been manipulated you know yes. you give your power away the second that you come into this you give yes. your power away yeah and and it's sort of like like own benjamin says like they're like leprechauns to their riddles and it's like oh if you do this and this and you're like huh because you don't understand and you don't know what what riddle you're you're partaking in you're just sort of like uh okay and it's like they've done some trickery there by using you know words where they know what the Mm. words mean and and it's so the 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 words are so meticulously chosen that we think they're just saying something so we're like uh okay you don't realize actually you're agreeing you're agreeing to some spell which has been crafted using language that you weren't even thinking about you know yeah no definitely that's something i've been thinking about a lot is like language is spell working like writing mm-hmm. in cursive um, yes learn C- how to spell cursive exactly yeah. <laughs> but um i've just i'm still kind of playing with this thought but mm-hmm. um what i think about like you know how it's like sexism racism like um all those sorts of things what it is an ism is making something a practice so when so race mm. say is a a categorization of yeah. like colors of skin yeah but the thing is people are so obsessed and focusing on racism I know. but if, if from the social justice like warrior movement but they're actually the biggest racists because yeah, oh. they're they're the ones that's practicing that realm of thought absolutely and to practice that realm of thought adds more power to it yeah it's like you're bringing you're yeah, actually yeah, yeah, yeah. drawing that distinct you're making you're fueling it yeah you're fueling it mm. and i don't i don't understand <laughs> why people are like because that's the thing with me I used to like proper buy into this like yeah. social justice warrior movement I <laughs> like I used to be a mad mad feminist but what <laughs> for me <laughs> <saying this> yesterday. <laughs> yeah, definitely but, like where, where that was coming from after like mm-hmm. since I've done the shadow work it was like a deep rage towards men yeah and once I started doing the shadow work yeah. and uncovering why I was so angry right. at men and um just doing all that kind of work I kind of naturally fell away from that yeah. way of thinking totally. I think a lot of women are like they're angry at men because men are acting like children you know they're playing their video games they're being all undermined yeah exactly our culture. yeah definitely it's not even their fault it's like all this um you know the simpsons uh, yes. family guy yes. the, the main patriarchal like character is like a, a bit acting like a idiot. dumb child yeah totally yeah oh that's such a good point actually yeah um yeah even in our pop you know, in popular culture that the, the men and actually there are films like uh, not that i've seen them but i've you see them advertising stuff where it's like the woman is the superhero and they're all laughing at this stupid man yeah and it's just yeah. like good god like what whoa if everyone thinks that's not if everybody thinks that that's normal well like what hope do we have that that the male is going to be the strong figure at the head of the family and i don't 
I don't care what woman, it's like, oh, how dare you say the man's the head of the family? It's like, well, how's that working out for you with that not being the case? Yeah. Oh, it's not. Yeah, with yeah. the career and like the children, not, not being able to see the children, just yeah. work in a career. And then it's yeah. like the children are left to the hands totally. of the state for parent. It's just yeah. like, it's it's playing to the exactly breaking down that. of the fam- yeah. We give our, the fact that homeschooling is seen as weird. It's like, oh, so you just give your children to complete strangers yeah. for most of the day. And everyone's talking about, oh, it's so unacceptable that there's so much paedophilia and stuff. You know, it's like, well, most of that goes down in schools and these sort of, yeah. you know, the, the predators go for roles where they have access to children whose parents are too concerned with work or whatever, and they just give their children up for most of the day. It's like, if we took more responsibility for the raising of our children, a lot of these problems would go away. And I was, um, like you just said about, um, how like feminism and and things like that and what it's about a deep rage towards men um that always tends to go back to to our fathers or whatever role our fathers have played in our lives and an interesting um an interesting example of this is um if you if you look at someone who is a sort of raging feminist or whatever and you look at what their relationship with their father is often the father has let them down in some way yeah. or, or done something to to upset them or betray them or whatever a good example of this is um and no one can say that this isn't the case because this was me when i was growing up like sort of in my teenage and early 20s and stuff i used to think that i was bisexual now my dad me, me and my dad uh, didn't really heal our relationship until i was like 25 like a few years ago um, and um, I always felt like my dad let me down and that my dad was never really around or that, you know, he... I, basically, I had a wound with my dad. And, you know, d- during my um, teens and my early 20s, I thought I was bisexual. And then as soon as I started trying to heal myself and um, I, I did the shadow work or whatever you want to call it and realised that I had a lot of resentment for my father and that I wanted to heal that... As soon as my dad apologized, you know, we had this beautiful moment where he, you know, he broke down crying, which is just unimaginable for my dad. My dad's like a big black guy. And so to see him cry was just like, whoa, you know, and he was really humble. And he was like, I'm so sorry. I wasn't the father that you needed me to be. And it was, it was like, even now, like I could get emotional about it. It was just seeing him say, I'm so sorry. He, He completely healed all those years and he said you know please forgive me and you know I, I want to be the right dad and all that I've been straight as heck since then now that's interesting that, cause right. I, that's something that um I don't know if we're going to put this in the podcast off it's yeah. going to be too controversial <laughs> but um that's something that I've been thinking about recently yeah. it's like um a lot of gay people that I know yeah. have been molested as children yes so I wonder if something's yes. going on there that it's kind of well I feel like I I I have seen in my own life an example of as soon as my relationship with my father was healed I mean almost instantly which is weird I realized I didn't have an attraction to women anymore so I wondered if perhaps my attraction to women was because my relationship with the masculine had been so damaged that I was like oh I you know men are somewhat you know written off because, yeah because ever since then I, I'm I'm completely straight now which is which is crazy and it was the turning point was literally when I healed my relationship with my father and people can say what they like and I, maybe they're right but I know in my life that was that was the that was the thing that changed it I want to add to that as well because um I know obviously I know you can definitely relate to that because we've done a lot of deep stuff mm. but um 
Ah, because I, I put a note down there to remind myself because everything goes sober. <laughs> yeah. But then what, what you're saying there to me is because I've noticed this in my own life. It seems you know when you describe the process where you your dad sort of, you know, um, you found that aspect in him to for you to sort of release that energy. That's because what what that is to me that you know it's like a that trauma that's held. It's an mm-hmm. it's an energy that's stored yeah. up, and I think there's an there's like a sort of an energetic um, current that happens when that's when that's released. Because mm. we've had an experience where um, we were doing shadow work. And you know we're releasing. I was acknowledging the deeper, deeper things in me that need to be acknowledged and stuff like that. And there was like a, um, a process where the clouds were like ancestors, like leaving the planet. So I think like you know what you you're talking about that relationship with your dad, but he, your dad probably had that relationship with his dad, and then his dad had it with his and his yeah. and, and so on and so on. So I think there's like because I think this is definitely what's happening now on the planet. Now there's a there's emergence of like people are who are doing this deep shadow work and, and them them threads because these are all threads of like energetic currents that are, yes, are ancestral you know back, yeah. and the as when you when you heal that line mm-hmm. the rest gets stopped absolutely yeah yeah um i 100 percent think that when you so in, in my birth chart i have this particular alignment where i'm going to be the member of my family that just doesn't fit in and has all these ideas that are totally different to the rest of my family and I felt that but um I've realized that when I heal things it affects my parents and they don't even have to know that I've done this mm, work definitely. and I just yeah. I've changed something within myself and I've watched my parents and it's like what the fuck how yeah. is that even possible it's like you're setting them free isn't it and yeah it's, absolutely yeah. and they don't even life. have to know that you've done it and I've seen that enough times now for example when my dad apologized I had been doing a lot of deep diving that I'd never done before. I thought about my parents and my childhood and all the things that happened in a way that I'd never thought about before. And as soon as I had, I mean, the fact that my dad even was able to apologize when he is this big, tough, like, you know, impenetrable figure it, who, who who really is um, like a hard person who doesn't get into his feelings at all. Yeah. The fact that he was even able to was a miracle but if i look at when it happened it had happened just after i'd stopped being that super tough impenetrable figure and and um i didn't tell him about it he didn't know that it's just one day he he came and he wanted to meet Stas and he wanted to whatever and then just he had this like breakdown like where he where he literally cried and and, and said you know please forgive me and i was just like what are the chances that he has become like this now just after i've done this and he doesn't know about it so yeah i i really think that these things well, what am i i am when you look at somebody's birth chart your birth chart lines up perfectly with with your parents birth chart and theirs lines up perfectly with their parents and um it's we are all an extent your children or your child is an extension of your own karma and uh, this is interesting actually I, I heard that the child that you that you that, that is born when you have a child um i think it's whatever you were doing like six months before the conception dictates the child that you get i don't, I don't even oh. know if that's true but i thought it was an interesting thing to consider either way but your child is an extension of your karma or or whatever so that if you imagine that goes back each each generation um it would make sense that if we fix something that it can also sort of echo backwards although with our our brains that you know don't really think in that way 
it seems impossible but yeah I've, i i really think that that is a thing <laughs> no, i had a download once i told i told you about this this was, this was even you know how weird how th- this universe is it's so crazy but i had a download but even before i met laura before mm-hmm. i even seen her mm-hmm. you know um and it came through and it said it's hard to describe this through language how it comes you know but it's it's just cl- like i said it's clear mm-hmm. as day that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> and when it come through it actually one of the the clear visions that i had was it was showing me the perspective of um how um, it's, it basically come through and it said imagine like what it would be like to um to be with someone where all them traumas and them ancestral line- lineages that have been blocked and you have a child with someone right and obviously the, and that's also been validated just to add it's been validated by the work that's been bouncing through us mm-hmm. when we've been mm-hmm. doing like deep shadow work together yeah it's uh, that work that bounces back and forward yeah. through us it validates that same essence of what that download came through and said so it's mm, wow. you know it, that's what the world's doing though now they, there's there is a um i mean you'll know this from like an um like an astron astro how can i say astrological, astrological yeah. perspective you know yeah but there's like a there's an emergence now where the, that deep cleansing the purification of the planet is mm-hmm. happening where the, them traumas are like everyone around our age my, my all yeah. my friends now are all doing this same work yeah. now people who listen to this podcast are all doing the same yeah work. um that's if i was to look at it from an astrological perspective the outer planets or even saturn which is the slowest moving of the personal planets saturn takes you know 27 to 29 years to do just one lap of the zodiac so everyone who's born within like a you know um i don't know how, exactly how many but I'm pretty sure we all have Saturn in Aquarius. So when you get these age groups of people, you'll find that people at a certain age or within a certain age group are all doing these similar things because these outer planets govern the sort of like um, the archetypal energies that people are focused on at a particular time. And to have just, if you have Saturn in Aquarius, congratulations, because that's its own sign and so Saturn um, is happy in Aquarius and and to have Saturn happy is a blessing really because mm-hmm. <laughs> Saturn unhappy is not fun. <laughs> um, Saturn's about, um, Saturn's the ego. So it, it's, it's your, if you imagine the sun is the spark of divinity, it's, it's your true essence. It's, it's, um, it's, the, it's the aspect of God, which is unique to you. So if you hadn't been born, then that, particular essence wouldn't be here um that's what the sun is and saturn is if you imagine that um uh okay so saturn's the shadow or the ego so it's the it's the idea that you have about yourself it's, it's what you think you are rather than what you actually are when that's represented by saturn when that's in um aquarius you it, it you have a you have the ability to, um, I guess, because we're talking about Saturn, control it or or uh, work with it better rather than let's say if Saturn was in Aries where it's debilitated, it's a lot har- <clears throat> it's a lot harder to access that ego from a healthy perspective, and it's a lot you, you know people with Saturn in Aries may struggle to sort of um, differentiate their their true essence from their idea of themselves. Um, so yeah, our, our generation or, or people within like a few years of our, our, us who are in the sort of 90s, we have, um, or the, uh, the early, early-ish, mid to early 90s, um, who have Saturn in Aquarius, we are able to access um, 
our egos and, and work out okay what is our true essence and what isn't and do that shadow work a little bit easier and so you'll see that a lot of people are doing that work and they're doing it quite successfully which is good because if you think about what's going to happen in you know 15 20 years it is the people who were born in the 90s you know um sort of mid to early 90s and the and the that sort of age who are going to be running this world you know so we need to be doing this shadow work now because in in 15 20 years we're with we're who people are going to be looking towards do you know what Definitely, i mean yeah um oh. oh i'd love to know what you do what you both of your soul planet is actually it, you're, you're it's called your atma karaka so it, it's the planet which essentially represents you in this lifetime it's the planet whose energies you've kind of ridden in on it's like nice. the horse that you've ridden in on and for me it's mercury i love that um and, and when it's mercury retrograde ha that is funny this i'm really curious actually what your soul planets are but it'll be your most important planet we should have a look at that after yeah, we'll yeah, yeah. i was yeah. gonna i was gonna add as well from a um astrological perspective have you because i had a I had a dream you know i had a dream i had a dream <laughs> <laughs> i had a dream one day but i had a, um, a dream um a couple of i think it was a two weeks ago i had this dream wasn't it where yeah. it came through like in a clear vision and i'll cut a long story short but basically i've had i have like many different types of dreams now mm -hmm. we have lucid dream a vivid dream I and then, you and then a, like a, a vision yeah. type of dream and i've had two of these visions now with a when they come through you know it's hard to explain but you know it's a vision mm -hmm. and um right yeah so feels significant yeah very significant and it was one of them where it showed the like from an astrological perspective where the i think it was either this i think it was the sun or the moon i'm sure it was the sun yeah. when it eclipsed came down obviously went in the darkness everyone got scared yeah. and stuff and then obviously uh, the torus fields on the planet split in half the poles on the planet shifted wow. and then the planet came back up looked to the side and there was a guy standing there and he turned around and said this is man's new birth of consciousness wow. and i know i've done like on this podcast i spoke to like carl Kalman, who he's into like uh, how the mayans predicted the um the celestial ships of consciousness how the planet shift and there's, there's yeah. bigger like celestial cycles just like there's the seasons of life outside now. Yes. You have like celestial cycles yeah. that permeate the human psyche and affect yeah. human consciousness. It just seems like um I think we I think we've lost touch with that that deeper that deeper essence of like the bigger picture. The bigger picture of yeah. how when planets do come into um alignment, how when the moon's at a certain point or mm -hmm. something like that, how it affects oh, yes. the human like energetic states and the and the cell. And there's a big one happening. Um there's a conjunction, like an exact conjunction of saturn and jupiter as they enter aquarius on the winter solstice on the 21st of december this year and i think i i don't want to get the number wrong i should have looked it up before but it, this hasn't happened in many thousands of years this winter is a profound turning point for humanity um and yeah i've had a few dreams to do with the planets changing and everyone being scared but me being told this is nothing to be last summer actually i had a dream because i write all my dreams down and it's funny to look back at it now last summer i had a dream saying there's going to be some virus that everybody's scared about dying but that i would know that it was absolutely fine that it wasn't about the virus and so um if anything that's kind of allowed me to you trust in these messages and i've had similar dreams about for me it's like the planets get really big and then turn off or they appear to turn off or something like that so there's that's what was very similar like, yeah. Very similar. yeah but also i remember in the dream it went through like a, a perception where the, the i think it was like where the sun went um 
it went in like a pyramid triangle sort of thing, like a pentagon side of thing, thing red, and it like spun, and then it went, then it went into darkness, and then it went into a like a like a tr- like a not, triangle. Sorry, not uh, not a pentagon, like a just like a triangle, like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Like an actual triangle. Yeah. Oh black. my god, that's like fascinating. Red. Like, so it was all black, and then it was like red. Saturn, and it went red. Mm-hmm. Mars. Whoa. And the sun is actually blood red. Is the color of the sun. So that so it was all black before. It was so all that's black Saturn. And then it went red. So what's false? And then it went red. That's blood red. Is the color of the sun. Like truly, and that's so that's the true self. And then this, the triangle would be the Trinity. So, have you? Do you know about Crow Triple Seven? Yeah, I've had him on the podcast. Oh, I stop it! Listen, I did a podcast with him, right, Max Egan. You know about you know what yeah, Max yeah, Egan? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. his is called Crow um, thingy in it. Uh, I love Crow's I did a podcast with him right and we dropped loads of knowledge and it had had like (laughs) 60,000 views yeah like in two weeks Mm -hmm. and YouTube took it down is that the oh is that who that is oh I hear hear him talk about him all the time I didn't know that was Crow Triple (laughs) Seven Oh no, the, I'm talking about um, not Max Hagen. You know the oh, guy who. Sorry, you know the guy who called the Crow Houseman Seven Seven Seven, isn't it? No, no, I'm talking about. Um, it's spelled C R R O W Seven Seven Seven. He's the guy who filmed the Lunar Waves. Haven't seen him. Oh my goodness, you're gonna love it. He's he's incredible. Yeah, he's called Crow Triple Seven, and he filmed the Moon doing this. I mean, bizarre thing. And he called it the lunar wave. And it's almost as if, and he, he, he did all the tests necessary to see if um, see if this was sort of a fault on the camera or if this was something that was basically, a, you know, like a, a malfunction of the technology. And it wasn't. It was a phenomena existing, like, only on the moon. But it's almost as if the moon is some sort of digital image which resets. And it's almost like it's, it's like it's, um, it's, it's like the moon is... You're just gonna have to look it up. Yeah. Crow it's C R R O W triple seven and his lunar wave. Anyway, he um I don't even remember how we got onto this, but something's just popped into my head, so I'm just gonna mention this. When I was I was flying back from um India and um it was sunrise and everyone was asleep and everyone was, you know, not looking out the window, but obviously when I want a flight I've got my face just up against the window. Um, <laughs> I didn't see him as well. <laughs> well, but we've we lost touch with to... that, though. You know, we've lost yeah. touch with that essence. Oh, absolutely. And like the... looking at the sky. At yeah, nighttime. the sky is where you get messages from above. You oh, know, definitely. but that's how the ancients see it. You know? Absolutely, and that's how we. What sh- is above, so sky- below? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And if you can see, if you get a message from the sky, you can apply it to what happens below. Like you said, as above, so below. But first up, the first thing which I've seen from a plane window, which was insane was I saw what from the earth would have appeared to have been a shooting star. But from the plane, I will never understand how this works. I like the shooting star slid down a wall. I don't know how to explain what I mean. All I can say is that there was a wall confusingly close and that what would have looked like a shooting star from very like you know far away down on the earth actually when i was up in the plane was like a spark it was almost like a, it was almost like a fiery liquid spark that slid down a wall <laughs> i it, mean would it be like the firmament or is it like a, yeah, an actual it, wall like well the, the firmament i think is what this wall is right but it was what a shooting star was something it, it was almost like a chemical reaction that looked almost liquid that slid down the firmament 
No, and no. it was so close that like you know what you know what's mad as well. I thought sorry, you yeah. Mean, I thought, I've had, <laughs> thought I've had as well. And we've had this one. We've been because we go to the other like. Uh, the Lake District or Kielder quite a lot a uh, lot uh, quite a lot <laughs> yeah and it's obviously really dark skies so you can yes you, can, you know you haven't got the as much you still got light yes. but you haven't got as much so you can really you can sort see. of sit there for hours and just watch yeah. what's going on and I think I felt sometimes you know we've we've discussed this you know from like a, a his, from a scientific perspective in yeah. school you're taught that these are the planets da, 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 this is this and there's still a part of me as well just to add, add there's still a part that I do that hopes that is the case you know that there is because even <laughs> even if you even if the the, com, the the model that we have been told in school to me that's still magical you know just think that there's planets floating out in space and things like that but just when you were talking about the uh, the example you had on the plane i've sometimes thought that what if that these things that are happening in the sky actually aren't like don't have that the scientific basis that we've been given what if like something more like metaphysical is like actually happening that's definitely i don't know what it is but i've just i've just got some sort of intuition inside of that maybe it's something maybe it's just not as like solid as what we've been told oh of course yeah no i think the model that we've been told it's rubbish I, like like it it's um okay so for example uh, my best friend that you met earlier i have those huge celestron binoculars um, I was wondering about them. I thought you were just staring at people's windows. <laughs> no, no they, they, you can get like up close to the moon and the stars, which no we, if cool. you're given the model of the universe, which we're taught, makes no fucking sense. Pardon my French. Um, but we were out there the other night because it was really clear. And they're, they're I mean, they're like, uh, they're 25 times 70 is the magnification. So however much that zooms you in, I'm not sure. But you get, you you look at the moon and then you use these binoculars and you are so close to it that i mean that poses some serious questions um not only that but one thing that my friend had noticed which i i don't really tend to say to people because if you try to explain it it it, it loses like she needed to see it for herself and be like hang on a second but if you get these binoculars, you know when people look through telescopes, they just use one eye. When you just have one eye, the image that you see is 2D, it's flat, you yeah. can't see distance. Whereas when you have two eyes and you can see the, you know, the distance between things and it's, what's it called? Depth of field. Yeah, definitely. So she was looking and she was looking around the sky and she was like, Clara, I'm looking at these stars. And she was like, they're all the same distance from each other. They're, they're not, she was like, if they were really uh, all different distances and how come it looks like they're built in how come it looks like they're fixed into a wall mm. how come yeah. they're all the same distance she was like hang on a second and she was like it's kind of like i can see that you know if you were to um if all right so let's like look at my ceiling right now if something was sort of flat like if 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 this how do i put this into words when you look at the sky basically and you, especially when you use binoculars oh. and you get really close up to the stars, the point where it's like, you're like, how are, how are the stars that much closer just using these binoculars? She was like, it looks like a wall that that, that comes down. And what was, what was the constellation? Orion, you know the constellation of Orion? Instead of being sort of flat, like it would be on a ceiling if, if the firmament was this enormous thing, it was like, Orion was like, it came down like this. And have you ever seen eclipse shadows? The shadows mm -hmm. that are caused by eclipses. No. So my point is, I think that we each have our own firmament. 
I think it's, and if you think about like the flower of life pattern, I think we all have our own firmament that sort of overlap each other's. And I think that the version of the sky that I'm looking at is going to be different to the one that you're looking at because you're looking at your own one. We're the center of our own sort of bubble that sort of extends around us. And then when we're close to each other, our, we interact with each other. But still, when I look at the moon, I'm actually looking at a different moon to you that comes from one moon, but you're looking at your version of it and I'm looking at my version of it. Because when you look at eclipse shadows, Google eclipse shadows, or YouTube rather, it's crazy and it poses some serious questions. The eclipse that's happening in the sky will shine through a tree. What these shadows are, are the shadows that are cast by an, the, the light of the eclipse shining through a tree. Now, if there was one eclipse occurring in the sky, it would be like one shadow but the eclipse shadows that are created through the eclipse shining through a tree is there are thousands of eclipses or however many hundreds of leaves that that, that the eclipse is shining through you look at the wall and there are each leaf is creating its own eclipse shadow like there are lots like there's like lots of eclipses all over every single thing like that the, that the eclipse is shining through is creating its own shadow which means every single thing that it's shining through has its own eclipse. Now, Ash, do, 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 does that make any sense? Do you understand what I'm saying? No, I'm okay. yeah, I'm following. <laughs> I don't know if that's just like gibberish. No, 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 I'm gibberish. <laughs> but I think that's the same for every person as well. I think that we all have our own version of the sky. And I think that when some people can look at the sky and see something and another person looks and doesn't see that, because I'm sometimes like, look how close the fucking moon is. And people are like, huh? And it's almost like, are you? Are we looking at the same thing here? Yeah. Because that is obviously not hundreds of, th of thousands of, of miles away. I trust my own senses enough now no, to, to know that that's, you know. It's interesting because even from like a scientific, uh, you've got some add, I'll let you jump in a second. But, um, even from like a scientific perspective, we know we don't, no one sees the same like um, visual perspective, yeah. you know. Yeah. Everyone's like has, you know, yep. even for example, you just, t from a very basic level, you, you know the two dresses where everyone see, sees, sees that dress in a different colour. Have you seen that in there? Yeah. The two different dresses. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, but, but to take that even further out, what you're seeing to go deeper, you know, um, when you look at esoteric teachings and, you know, like for example, what I said before, what is above is so below. There seems to be like a, I think, because I think the, the ancient cultures were really getting onto something that when they, was, when they made that statement, they were, I think they were, for my mind now, I can't even comprehend what they were fully trying to understand, but I think there's some sort of like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I, mean, I felt this when I've like, you know what, I felt this when I've done deep work. I've mm -hmm. seen like the inner worlds of like yeah. how our inner worlds are projected through, yes. through our out, yep. through the outer our yes. sense of ourselves absolutely it's, it's like i'm trying to like pull stuff here but i don't even i can't even pull it but do you get what it's I mean? impossible like to attach language to what we're trying to yeah. describe here because what we're trying to describe is way beyond language mm. and so language is kind of like sloppy but i know i can feel what you're trying to yeah, say yeah. but it's difficult to try and explain it with such something so like like rudimentary like as tangible, words yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like they just don't really do the job but yeah absolutely and i think that um I, this is what me and Jazz were saying the other day is it's almost like the more you re you you um you return to your true essence and the more layers that you peel away of your conditioning and the more you undo the programming where you are told that the moon is you know all this ridiculous distance away and I, f I feel like these things actually affect the way that you see and perceive the world mm. so that when you undo these 
programs or, or when you take away the conditioning you literally change the way that you perceive the world so for example you, everyone looks at something and they're seeing the same thing but it's almost like when you peel away a layer you then also get something added to the way that you perceive the world for example if we're looking at the moon unless you've done the research done the experiments done the inner work to see that there's something not quite in aligned with the with the truth about yeah. whatever it is yes we're both looking at the same moon but we're looking at different things and then when you when you let's say go up a level <laughs> in understanding or or, or being closer to the truth or whatever um you do the moon is still the same but you perceive it in a different way and that's how you know people start being able to see like auras or people's energy fields um so you, the veils lifted yeah exactly yeah, exactly and, and so what's there what's always been there is still there but you're seeing it with this new way of seeing it which means that something's added to it even though ultimately you've taken something away does that make sense no definitely i yeah. think that's why um i think that's why when you know you try to convey this information across to people yeah. it sounds crazy because yeah I'm, it does <laughs> that, no of course it does because i'm taking a step back in my life when i was i remember you know for example if i was hearing someone talk about energy work or i was hearing someone talk about the chakra system or whatever it would auras and things like that yeah my mind wouldn't even be able to it wouldn't just it just wasn't there to get it mm. that's why now i'm in a position now where i'm just i can't dismiss anything because yeah. as more as i'm peeling them layers back mm. it's like i'm just like what is it like um what the was again the ufc fight he says i'm not and you know probably not know who this is nate diaz but he says i'm not surprised motherfucker it's like <laughs> i've got that theme in my head now where yeah. I, I have an experience i'm just like i'm not surprised motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. it's just everything's just constantly blowing my mind all yeah. the time yep and, and i think that's that's um the wonderful thing that keeps you going even because this is the thing when you're having these realizations and you do sound batshit crazy mm. and most people are like what do you mean like yeah. you sound insane you're, but you know in your heart that this is the truth yeah. because yeah. you have that energetic resonance which says yes which it doesn't like no intellectual sort of uh figure could ever say you could have the cleverest person in the world as per sort of like uh, college like, education yeah, yeah. say yes or no or whatever but that doesn't come close to the sort of inner yes or no that that shines through you can sound as crazy as you like but after a while that that can become quite heavy when you feel like i know this is the truth but everything around me says that it isn't yeah um i think after a while it's that 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 sort of approval that you get from your heart or from god or from the universe that that after a while it doesn't matter how crazy you sound because these wonderful realizations you have that are just i mean insane and like they they are they're the reward you know they're the sort of they're um they're the things that 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 makes it all worth it yeah i think that's why like we're so heavily ingrained and brainwashed to kind mm. of externalize our power like yeah from the age of three <laughs> we're put into a system where it's like yes. you've got to ask to go to the toilet you've got to ask to do know, all these yeah. sorts of things you look up to an authority figure yeah and so once you start you know taking agency over yourself and diving yes. inwards you kind of realize like okay i'm yeah. i'm the center of my own universe oh exactly it doesn't matter if i sound fucking crazy yeah, exactly. i'll be crazy you can you can stay there and be told what to do that's fine and not trust yourself exactly and, like <laughs> things start to manifest that would like would mm. be absolutely crazy to a, yeah. a person that's still kind of living in the matrix yep absolutely um and it, it's 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 one of those things as well where after a while you stop trying to explain yourself and you yeah. realize that 
by trying to explain yourself, you're just trying to prove something to yourself anyway. Because everyone will get there eventually in their own time when they're ready to. And until they're ready to, A, you just sound crazy. And B, they're just not in a place where they're able to properly uh, take on what you're saying. Because they have stages to go through first. Yeah, you've just got to love someone where they're at, haven't you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, And yeah, and you stop needing to explain yourself because you realize that actually all that matters is that you know you know because the universe knows what's going on and and it will it will let you know if you're into the right path or not on the right path and yeah yeah <laughs> it's just the art of just learning to say just whatever yeah whatever, whatever happens exactly whatever. and that's such a powerful thing to be able to do isn't it yeah it makes you think like just just going you know what whatever seems like seems like a passive thing to do but it isn't it's such a strong powerful thing to be able to do it's just go do you know what i surrender like it sounds cheesy but like surrendering is is so difficult but powerful yeah it's a hard lesson to learn as well because yeah. like, you try to control everything once you start going through this awakening but it yeah takes and, a lot to go as a fucking capricorn like i <laughs> Um, I was big on control, needing things to be this way or that way. And, and yeah, so for me, thank God I have a Pisces moon that's allowed me to learn to surrender. <laughs> God. Just go with the flow. Yeah. Yeah. Should we leave it there, do you think? I yeah, yeah, nice yeah. Place to yeah that was amazing. Beautiful. Surrender. Yeah. I like surrender. that. Bro. I really love that because you've got, you've got such a beautiful way, like elegant way of like expressing like some of these deeper dialogues. Oh, really? <laughs> so nice. Really nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah surrender, everybody. I love the dynamic of you two as well. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. I think it's all Pisces. Really cool. <laughs> Peace and love. Bye. Boom. Thanks so much for checking out that podcast conversation there with Clara. Really was a cool conversation. Hope you guys enjoyed it. I would love to know your thoughts on that one. Reach out and let me know how you enjoyed that conversation. I know a lot of you people were reaching out prior when I was doing a few clips on Instagram saying that you were looking forward to this one. So I hope you enjoyed it. Also, if you can, guys, check out the one off donation option and the Patreon page. Even if even just the price of $1 each month or even donating $1 goes such a long way, it goes more than you know. Like I said in the intro, even if 200 or 300 people just donated a dollar, this, this would really help me to, to, to do this thing full time and be able to bring you even more and better focused content so I'm not having to juggle a million different things. So that's all I ask. In, if you can find it in your heart, more than ever support the podcast through them channels right now. It goes such a long way. And just to play this conversation out, as I always do, this one, I'm going to play a song by an artist called Tash Satana. It's called Jungle. It really is a cool one. And just before I jump with the audio, I wanted to mention as well that in a few days' time, I'm going to be heading down towards the London area again. I've got some really cool podcasts. Tech is also coming back on again. And I've got a few other people as well who I'm going to be speaking to. I'm going to be diving deep into the world of the mysticism and woo, which I know you love. So anyway, enjoy the song by Tash Sultana, Jungle. Wherever you are in the world, peace out.
Yeah.